0: Hello everyone, welcome to, or back, for to, rad, awesome, to Jenna Juxtaposed. I'm Jenna, and I don't think I'm going to edit that out because that's literally what it's like to have a conversation with me in real life. I constantly am stumbling my words, and if you text me, I literally spell words wrong all the time because my thumb's moving so fast, and I think I do it with my, with my words because my brain is moving so fast. But anyway, it's okay. No need to be in a rush. Just take a deep breath. We're here. We're happy. Um, I'm so excited to talk to you guys today about the transformative power of memorizing scripture. Literally, like my number one piece of advice for anyone who um, is just having a hard time with their um, mental health. And of course... Little note, um, if you struggling, it's so hard to talk about mental health when it comes to um, also with our spirituality, just because there obviously is a time and place for um, like medicine and professional help and all of that. And that's not like oil and water with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like it's both. Um, But for my experience, I am not um, diagnosed with any specific mental illness. But that doesn't mean that I don't have a hard time sometimes when it comes to my mental health. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. So the number one thing for me over this past year especially has just been saying scripture over and over again in my head. And you might be like, how the darn do I do that? And I'm going to tell you uh, by reading you my blog post today. So so thrilled. So the title is Your Mind is a Garden. I'm just going to hop right into it. So yeah, let's go. I was racking my brain trying to figure out what I was going to write about this week. I spent time contemplating and praying this morning and felt a few ideas, but nothing I felt that was spirit-led. The whole point of me doing this blog is me sharing genuinely what the Lord is teaching me. He's always teaching me many, many things. However, a few minutes ago, he made it abundantly clear what he has been teaching me. The biggest thing. The Lord has been revealing to me now is the importance of blurring the line between my thought life and my spiritual life. So the Lord planted a seed a few years ago while I was at a church service. Uh, The pastor talked about the power of our thoughts. And this might sound like a shallow revelation, but until hearing that, I allowed myself to be a victim to my own thoughts. And before hearing that, my head was a breeding ground for negativity and pessimism. It didn't feel like I had any control over what I thought. And last night I listened to this incredible sermon that kind of just showed me how far I've come, but I'm going to link it here. If you go to my blog, it's a Bridgetown Church um, sermon, so good, um, by Bethany, who's one of the pastors, absolutely incredible. Um, I love everything she had to say. She said it 10 times better than me. Um, so I, you guys should totally go and check that out. It's called uh, The Bible Put to Memory. Like I said, there's a link on the site for it. Through many different levels of health, when it comes to my thought life, he has remained. My roots in him have only grown deeper and deeper since then. And Paul's words are something that I have kept close in my heart. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So the pressure to conform is a heavy one. Reading the news or nowadays just going on Instagram, you're filled with the burden the things are not the way they should be, or slammed with news stories of heartbreak and disappointment and pain and hurt. So how can we live with renewed minds in a world of chaos? The answer, God's word. We are hardwired for intimacy with God, and the path God gave us to that is the scriptures. I'm not just talking about like reading your Bible, learning the history and the context, which is so good. Don't get me wrong. Um, I love doing that. But I'm talking about letting your heart and mind be a sponge and absorbing the word. It's called our daily bread for a reason. It is necessary to quench the hunger our souls have. So whatever we feed our minds is what we think about. According to the National Science Foundation, an average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Of those, 80% are negative and 95% are repetitive thoughts. If we repeat those negative thoughts, we think negative way more than we think positive thoughts. 95% are repetitive. I just want to focus on that. 95%. And of course, every stat isn't precise in accounting for all humankind forever, but it does tell us this. We think the same thing a lot. In this season of my life, I have really had to hold close to passages of scripture and lyrics to worship songs. My mind in 2021 has struggled a lot with past shame, guilt, and the weight of my own depravity. Fun, right? (laughs) The only relief I have found to be the antidote for this constant battle in my mind has been the words of my father. I realized this week while I was lifeguarding that I managed to memorize Psalm 23 by accident. Now, let me explain. I'm not trying to sound self-righteous. I'm just saying that to encourage you that when you read the word over and over and let it really sink into your heart and mind, you might end up memorizing it. And if it makes you feel better, Psalm 23 is only, it's like less than 10 verses, I think. It's not extremely long, so it's not like I memorized pages and pages of it. But anyway. I don't want us to approach scripture memorization as like a chore or a legalistic thing. It's an invitation to literally transform your mind, which in turn transforms your life. So throughout this post, I might interchange using the word heart or mind, uh, but Henry Nowen puts a description on the heart here that perfectly and beautifully explains how when we use it, um, we're not just talking about our emotions. So expressions such as heartbroken and heartfelt show that we often think of the heart as the warm place where the emotions are located in contrast to the cool intellect where our thoughts find their home but the word heart in the jewish christian tradition refers to the source of all physical emotional intellectual and moral energies thus the heart is the central and unifying organ in our personal life our heart determines our personality and is therefore not the Not only the place where God dwells, but also the place to which Satan directs his fiercest attacks. So, I hope that gives a little context when I use those words. Where are you sourcing your thoughts from? So, we can't will an emotion, as we know. We can't go feel happy and feel a surge of joy. Unfortunately, we are a bit more complicated than that. But we can will a thought. We can bring to mind anything we can think of. It is hard to have a good selection of thoughts to choose from, though, when we get most of them from the 24-hour news cycle and the lies we are fed to profit off of our humanity. We cannot separate our thought life from our spiritual life because what what we think leads to what we believe, and what we believe leads to what we do. We can't think resentful, bitter, negative, and cruel thoughts all day long and expect to bear any of the fruits of the Spirit. When you plant resentment, it's impossible for love to bloom. I love the imagery of our minds being a garden. Each thought we think plants a little seed in the fertile soil of our minds. When we return to it and contemplate it, or often if it's negative, ruminate in it, we are watering it, good or bad. In times of reflection, the Lord often reveals to me a lie I've been tending to. In those moments, I pray for him to be with me as I dig up the roots that have kept that in my heart for so long. For me, sometimes these lies spring up again, but the Lord is with me, carefully removing them with care day by day. Sitting here now, I smile, thinking of all the lies I used to believe about myself and how they no longer have any weight. I am a long way to go from how I want my heart to be when it comes to what I think, but I can still be proud of myself for coming this far, progress over perfection. Even that is a truth I wrestle with believing. I hear the words of the enemy shouted at me, of all the things I'm still struggling with. But instead of buckling with fear when I hear those now, I recite my favorite psalm, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I'm able to memorize this because I unconsciously decided that any time I feel the weight of my mistakes, I would recite it. I would be driving or working or sitting or scrolling on my phone and I would stop and stumble my way through the passage. Sometimes I would miss words or say the wrong line, but it would bring shalom to my soul. It would force me to slow down, get in rhythm with the spirit, which I think is something we could all use more of. So now it's become a fun little challenge for myself when I have an idle mind to go to one of my favorite verses and try and remember the surrounding verses or the rest of the passage like i said earlier this is not a legalistic thing it's not something to check off the to-do list it is something to enjoy if you struggle with memorizing and not having it feel like school replay some of your favorite lyrics from worship songs i made a psalm 23 playlist that had songs with the exact words on it along with other songs that had similar biblical themes I'm linking below a few playlists for you all to choose from. I love to sing hymns in my head or out loud when I'm alone to bring my heart back to God, even when I'm just doing stuff like washing the dishes or cleaning my room or washing my face. Our minds remember song lyrics really easily, so this is a great place to start or stay. I listed a bunch of passages for you guys. This is um, definitely not an exhaustive list. There's a lot more that you can choose from. Uh, any Anything that Paul wrote, I literally want it in my brain like forever and anything Jesus said. So that is what I so recommend for you guys to memorize. There's also so much good stuff in um, the Minor Prophets along with the Old Testament. Um, The Psalms are a a favorite, but um, yeah, feel free to check out um, the site if you want to look at those. Um, And I want to leave you all with this passage, which perfectly encapsulates the purpose of renewing our minds. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Philippians 4, 8-9. Invite God into the process with you. Ask him to help tend to the garden of your heart and help you dig up any lies you're believing. Ask him for help. He would be happy to do it. All of Jenna. I hope you all enjoyed listening this week. Um, Just reading over that passage again, the last line, I just love it so much. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. I think it's really easy um, to kind of get lazy when it comes to our spiritual practices just because we're like, well, I'm saved by grace alone, not by works. But works is, it's not even works as much as uh, just us being under the apprenticeship of Jesus and following his way. And we can see um, Jesus in Matthew 4 uh, responds to being tempted by Satan with just reciting scripture back to him. And it's always struck me that the enemy uses scripture back to him, which just tells us that enemy knows scripture. And so we need to know it for that reason, um, first of all. And second of all, Jesus gives that example that um, he he had that in his heart. He didn't have to have his Bible in front of him to reference um, the word of God. It was planted and it was blooming in his heart. And we are to follow that example. But I hope you all have an amazing week. Uh, If you wanna further this conversation, Feel free to contact me on Instagram. It's just my name, Jenna Dodd-Wirtz, Wirtz, W I R T Z. Yeah, I hope the Lord blesses you with this, and you have a wonderful rest of your week. Happy memorizing!